Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, a shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I search the globe. Well, mostly my neighborhood and areas close by. But really, um, I'm looking all over the world for people who understand principles of positivity and are applying them in innovative or remarkable ways. And I had the opportunity recently through an introduction from my friend Diane Thomas, who's been on the show before, uh, to get to know another one of these people. And Donna Hesleff is joining me today at Live On Purpose Radio. Welcome, Donna. Thank you so much. You're a positivity royalty. The queen of positivity. Should we call you that? Oh, that'd be fabulous. (laughs) Maybe you can brand that one. Yes. (laughs) Donna's been working with organizations and, and individuals to increase their positivity. And you've done this in the context of workplace relations and customer service um, training and instructing and and teaching really principles of positivity and how they affect our interactions with each other, our happiness, our productivity, all those really awesome things. Yes. So that's why you're on the show today. You and I had a chance to to visit at our our recent uh, NSA meeting the National Speakers Association, where you showed up and and Diane made that introduction. Tell our guests a little bit more about you, where you're coming from, why this is so important to you. Well, back uh, a while ago, we're not going to talk about age, but back a while ago, um, I started a management trainee program for the company that I was with. Uh And one of the things that I had found out uh, through trial and error is... If you approach each an interaction with a positive or optimistic attitude, mm-hmm. then the co-conversationalist acts in kind. They assimilate to you. And so isn't it an awesome idea that you can control the environment in which you're having this conversation? Wait, um, so the translation is you can actually impact... The positivity of other people. Absolutely. 100%. That is so interesting because I talk to people all the time who complain about being surrounded by all of these negative people. (laughs) This is what you're talking about, right? Yes, absolutely. As you know, if you boil each of us down to our very essence, we're all energy. And our energy has a vibration to it. And that's how we learn to assimilate to each other, to bring our energy level or our vibration in line with that person in which we're having the conversation. Well, we're looking for a similar frequency. Correct. Absolutely. Somebody that we can relate to. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so naturally, when we meet someone and they have uh, a dominant kind of a, a vibration, they're lower or higher, we try to either shrink ourselves to be in their presence. To match that. Or mm-hmm. increase ourselves to match them. Right. And um, so 
when I was watching this, you know, I didn't have the, the words for it back in those days, but when I was watching these interactions, I thought, well, I have found that when we naturally approach a conversation mm-hmm. with optimism and a positive attitude, regardless of the other person's attitude at the time, our energy level stays higher. We get so right. much more out of it, and then that person joins in, and they live leave with a higher energy. However, mm-hmm. if you approach it, let's say, the difference between, hi, how can I help you, to, hi, how can I help you, this uh. difference squelches your energy. It robs you. You're robbing yourself of your own energy, and you're robbing yourself of that conversation that you could be you could be having right now. Uh, you know, I'm chuckling because people wonder what you're up to. Yes. You know, yes. We, if we get so used to that second version, and I know that our listeners couldn't see your face at that Mm-mm. time, but it carried the same energies. Oh, hi, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's inspiring, mm-hmm. right? Not only did it do what, not only does it squelch my energy, but it tells you, hey, bring yourself down a couple of pegs in order to communicate with me. Right. So I've already managed to bring myself down and rob myself, and I've robbed a little bit from you as well. As opposed to that higher energy where you're smiling, you've got some energy, some enthusiasm and optimism. Yes. And this is when people wonder what you're up to, because at first they're like, whoa, this is different. And there's a difference, right? There's a difference between, hi, how can I help you? To, Mm -hmm. hi, how can I help you, right? It's genuine. You have Mm -hmm. to feel it to your core. You can't put it on like a a cloak, you know. You Mm -hmm. have to really feel it to your core in order for it to be effective, in order to really change Mm. your vibration. It can't, you cannot fake it. You cannot fake it. You just gave me an idea for another title. (laughs) My next book, Pretending Positivity. Yes. It's ineffective. That is so annoying Yes, when people do that. But yes. when they bring the, the genuine article, like you're saying, it changes something. It changes everything. Has a huge impact. Yes, yes. The, wow. the difference is if I'm putting it on, I'm going to annoy you and I'm going to send you flying because you know there's dishonesty there. Mm-hmm. You know that you cannot trust me at all because there's a difference between what I'm trying to put on in my actual body language and you'll and my vibration of course and you'll right. be able to denote that not maybe not consciously but definitely subconsciously your body will be telling you something's wrong here and it's going yes. to annoy you and send you to, <laughs> to another realm <laughs> yeah. um, it's the difference between sending a customer or a coworker or or even a spouse uh, away from you and not, and squelching their communicative properties because they have, you know, they don't trust what's going on. So you're repelling rather yes. than attracting. Absolutely. So you have to fill it to your core. And why not? Mm-hmm. Why not fill it to your core? Studies have shown that if you're able to maintain a positivity, uh, relatively throughout your lifetime, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, you get so many benefits. You live longer. You have a stronger immune system. You look younger. I know you can't see me right now, but I'm 102 and I don't look a day over 50. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> also, you have a greater satisfaction with career. 
and there's a reason why, right? If if your entire environment sees you as a genuinely positive person, then you're able to bring in a team of people and create a very positive Mm -hmm. team. And um, studies have shown that positivity, as you well know, increases efficiency to 31% average. So why wouldn't you want that? Increases creativity, increases all of these beautiful, wonderful things that every organization wants. You ask any organization if they want 31% more efficiency. Right. (laughs) Now, this is interesting. I was going to ask you about this, Donna, because I know you work with a lot of organizations who are concerned about the bottom line Mm -hmm. and and how does this impact our sales or our productivity or our efficiency. And the research does support this. Correct. It's a little bit of a jump sometimes for a corporate executive, for example, to see, although I've, I've seen it more commonly in corporate executives than I have in like management. Middle level. management. Yes. yes. Where, where they can see, yes, our positivity is important and they have a gut feel that, yes, this is something that will help us. Right. But what you're saying is the research is is actually coming out and supporting that and saying, Absolutely. yeah, the numbers change when yes. you address these, sometimes we call them soft skills, mm-hmm. right? Which a lot of, in the past, they didn't believe it was measurable. It is mm-hmm. absolutely measurable and they can pinpoint it now. Um, the the one thing that, that is a huge barrier for me when I go into any organization is that mm-hmm. History, we have a chance, we, we have a, we usually do things the way we've usually done things. Right. <laughs> and so yeah. it's, a, it's not impossible to change those behaviors. It just requires a different mindset. Sure. And so middle management is usually in that mindset. Well, I've got upper management telling me I need to improve these numbers. And the so what we do, expectations. it is, it is... Um, incredible to me when someone makes a misstep, uh-huh. right? We have a tendency to give them the strong talking to, to send them to, you know, my office. Call I got to tell them, call them out, write them up when what they've done is something amazing for your company. What they have mm. done is they have found the way in which not to, to do it. <laughs> the way that doesn't work, <laughs> the way that doesn't work right? Mm. Mistakes, as they are commonly called, are amazing. I find this a lot in, this is one of the, the steps that I have found, especially with my students. I also teach at a, at a college. Mm-hmm. At, um, my students, when they come in and they're like, oh, I can't. I'm just terrible. I'm terrible. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Mm. I can't. Mm. And what has been told to them over the years and years and years of testing is this test is a measurement of how good you are. So wouldn't you have a little bit of test anxiety? (laughs) Do you think? Yes. (laughs) So if we just change the language just a little bit and say, this is just an assessment to see where our focus needs to be. Right. That changes the language, right? It changes the attitude. It changes the trust level. It changes uh, the energy level. It changes everything. That's right. If you can apply this in an organization, again, it alleviates that stress level. The people who are stressed out and think that they are held to a bottom line Mm -hmm. will give you exactly 
what you want. Right. So if that's exactly what you want, keep doing that. But if you want people who are creative, we'll take it to the next level. We'll find the targets by, you know, making some missteps and finding Mm -hmm. the true target. You may think your target is 30 degrees left of that. And come to find out through creativity and working with other folks, you find out your target is a little different. So interesting, isn't it, Donna, that we get into these habits of thinking. Yes. And really, what, what helps the most is what we all intuitively crave and mm-hmm. want for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then somehow we get a, a little switch in our brain that says, but I'm going to treat other people differently. And, <laughs> yes. and, and maybe that will elevate their efforts. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. See, that's, that's psychotic. That's funny. So it's the <laughs> right. same difference, right? In the, in the manager who says, hi, how may I help you? Right? Mm-hmm. So he's squelching not only his self, his right. own energy, but he's squelching your energy and your yeah. possibilities because you're endless in your possibilities. And mm. why wouldn't you want to tap into that instead of squelch that? <laughs> Makes total sense. Yes. As we come back from this first break, let's get into some of the principles that you've identified that really make a difference for people. Okay. Folks, this is Donna Hesleff at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. You all know that I'm excited about positive psychology. Finally, there is an app that is available to help you feed your happy. My friend Scott Wilhite developed this app. Scott, tell us about it. Well, uh, it's called Feed Your Happy. It's like seven habits meets the Fitbit where you get Mm, mental training on seven core skills to happiness and you get the tracking ability too so that you can chart. Anything you chart improves faster. If you like apps, if you like games, if you like happy, this is it. Feed Your Happy, it's available now in the App Store. Bill Gates said, as we look ahead into the next century, Leaders will be those who empower others. Welcome back. So, Donna, we've had we've had a nice conversation so far. Establishing that positivity, optimism is something that is not only supported by the research, but it makes total intuitive sense to us as individuals. Sometimes in organizations, we get this crazy thinking going on that we have to apply some other method just by tradition, but these other methods haven't worked. Right. Um, Clearly ineffective. I'm glad that you're doing what you're doing. And as you work with these organizations... There are some practical steps that they can take, right? You've found some things that actually work to, yes. to instill more of a culture of positivity. So, so walk us through that a little bit. I know that you've got um, additional nuggets that you can share with us. Yes. Yeah, so this is where I shine. I love the nuts mm. and bolts of it, you know, going right. in and working specifically with people, doing role-playing helping them understand how to get through a specific conversation, how to, uh, what are some of the ways in which you can 
pull people around. So mm-hmm. the four things that I focus on is, of course, attitude. So we're going to demonstrate to everyone why they want and need and and crave a positive attitude and how to influence your entire environment. That's the key. How mm. do you influence your entire environment? And you can, as we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. bring everybody up to your highest vibration. Um, then work on time management skills because that's one of the squishers of our positivity. <laughs> so time uh-huh. management skills. Um, we also work on communication, not only verbal communication, but also nonverbal, your body language, your body language squeaks volumes about what's going on with you. Right. And there might be some things that you're unaware of, um, that we'll help you out with that might be off-putting to others. Um, and then uh, we'll go into conflict resolution. Now, I need to find a different word for that because it okay. implies that there is a conflict. And conflict only happens when it's met by opposition, correct? Otherwise, yeah. there's no conflict if it's not by, met by opposition. Right. So if someone's coming at you angrily and let's say they're screaming you stupid as a neighbor would tell me (laughs) it's not a conflict yet it's not a conflict until you've met it with opposition so kind of if you can imagine somebody barreling down the road in a car or bus let's say a bus and they're swerving from side to side one way to stop that of course is to drive your bus smack dab into the middle of that bus and then that would stop it surely but did either one of us win in that situation <laughs> i can think of better outcomes yes throwing your body or your bus in this case yes. in front of the oncoming traffic you're thinking maybe there's a better way to to get on board yes and and influence the direction of that right vehicle. and there's There's real specific skills and uh, tricks to doing that. And one of them, of course, is one that we keep talking about today, which is assimilate, right? If I Mm -hmm. try to help you assimilate to a a calmer, more um, creative way, and then just go along with you through active listening Mm -hmm. and, and really finding out what is going on and how it got to that point and then moving forward in a way that makes sense for both of us. Right. Yes. I'm, I'm a little mentally distracted. I have to let you know. Okay. Because you said you're looking for a new way, <laughs> a new word to say conflict <laughs> yes. resolution. Yes. And so my mind is like, Oh, <laughs> challenge accepted. Right. Are you a wordologist? I'm, because well, I am not. <laughs> I'm over here thinking about that. And, and the concept that just came to my mind is mining opposition. Mining opposition. Now, yeah. I don't know that you want to use that, but yes. the, the opposition is there. And within that opposition is some kind of nugget, some kind of value. Mm-hmm. And that's where the mining part mm-hmm. came in. You might go with excavating opposition or, mm-hmm. you know, digging into it to see, okay, what can we do with this that's productive? Productive and valuable and helpful. Absolutely. When I was first uh, starting in my career, I started in sales um, for a publishing uh, place, and and I had the most wonderful uh, boss who would come mm. in, and he would be 
he would come in as a different character. And the first one to Uh-oh. to be able to identify who that character was and guide them in the right direction, they got the best new hot lead that day. Uh-huh. And his famous saying, or the one that he would always say is, I am not different from you. I am different like you. And so I think if we can, instead of thinking of this person as our opposition, mm-hmm. think of them just, they are us. They are us. I had one of my guests recently say, we are all differently right. Yes. Yes. Because you're standing fresh... in your truth at this moment, right? And all we have is perspective. Right. So it, it's not that I'm right and you're wrong or that you're right and I'm wrong. We're differently right because we have a different view, a different perspective. Absolutely. And we come with all of our filters and all of our experiences and so forth. And so this is... I am standing in my truth at my moment, and you're standing in your truth at your moment. Mm -hmm. And so we just need to move on to the next movement. That's all. And if it feels like a conflict, it's probably because we're worried about who's right instead of what's right. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's a common... That's very common. Fire point, isn't it? And yes, we work very hard in these workshops that I've been talking about Mm -hmm. and trying to let that go. Let go of right and wrong because we're both right. There's nobody's differently wrong. right. Yeah, we're differently right. That's all about <laughs> attitude. And and Donna, you started out. You said I, I picked up four things that we've got: attitude, yes, time management, yes, communication, and then this thing that you've traditionally yes. called conflict resolution. Correct. Um, attitude is where it starts. It's the it's the basis of everything. Absolutely everything. Can you help us out today with with maybe some practical strategies for addressing that? Let's say, for example, that I know that my attitude is off. Oh, yes. I know that it is. I'm, I'm aware of it at some level. Now, mm. we're not always. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have to be sensitive to the feedback from others. Sure, sure. Um, I had one of my guests once say, yeah, if uh, somebody tells you you're, you're a horse, just ignore them. If three or four people tell you you're a horse, you might want to buy some hay. <laughs> He's this old cowboy, you know. And and I thought, wow, sometimes that's how it is. That we're just oblivious to it until we get some feedback from yes. other people, right? And, and yes. if that feedback's consistent, you might yes. want to pay attention to it. Yes. So if you can kind of look at how your world evolves throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. Um if it starts out, let's say your new puppy just messed on the floor and you just stepped on it, um, and you mm. <laughs> and your clothes that you want to wear are in the dryer wrinkled, and your daughter comes to you and says, This project is due today, mommy, and you've got to get to work in 15 minutes. So we have a couple of choices at that moment, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> and it's how you act. And react in those situations that kind of let is is your telltale as to where you tend to go. Do right. you tend to go to the angry and everybody's to blame stage, or you do you tend to go? Let me just put my little ducks in a row stage, right? Mm. So it depends on how you approach it. So what I'd like to do is just give you a couple mm. of uh, tips for a second. Okay. You know, so awesome. in those moments when you're knowing, as you said, you're um, attitude might be a little on the low side today, you know right? It. 
Yeah. You know it. You know that things are happening. There's a couple of things that you can put in your path, right? First, recognize any time constraints. If there's a time constraint, like the mommy who has to be to work in 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. deal with that first. You have to get that dealt with Hmm. immediately because... If you don't, it's not going to go away. (laughs) When you say get your ducks in a row, you're talking about gather up all these ducks and see which one needs the attention first. Exactly. Prioritize. You're going to line them up. Time constraints are going to be your most, usually your biggest priority. Usually. Because once you can... Sometimes sometimes not. But if you can take care of your time constraints, Mm -hmm. then it takes a little pressure off you immediately. Right. Right? So... And then, <clears throat> just as an attitude adjuster, there's several things that you can do with that, mm. right? I, I love music because it's instant. It's absolutely instantaneous. It changes so how you feel. It changes how you feel right, right now. And music is very individual. Who, uh, you know, a song that's going to turn my attitude around in a second mm-hmm. may annoy you. So you need to have a playlist either in your head or in your phone, you know, wherever it is. If you have an angry customer looking at you right now, you can't really put on your headphones. Go, go to your happy place. <laughs> go to your right. happy place. But you can start, you know, vibrating with that jive inside your head, right? So music yeah. I, is instantaneous. Mm-hmm. Mantras, of course, help as well, but sometimes mantras don't work for people. But music almost always does. Um, And then a couple of other trips is just to breathe deeply because it brings oxygen oxygen to your head and your body and it helps you think clearly. We have a tendency to go into fight or flight at those moments. Mm -hmm. And so to bring ourselves out of the fight or flight and back into reasonableness, we need (laughs) to get oxygen to our brain. Another thing that helps is to practice seeing the situation from above. So bring yourself out of your head if you can. Just and imagine just a higher imagine altitude. Imagine that you. you're sitting there looking over everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives it perspective. Nice. So those are just a few. Very practical and, and consistent with what we know mm-hmm. about the brain mm-hmm. and the mind. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between those two. Yes. Very consistent, though, Donna. Uh, you're spot on with that. Folks, I have enjoyed this conversation with Donna and our earlier conversation that triggered this one because you're on track. These principles are so powerful and you see that in your work with people and with organizations and with your students. There may be some of our listeners who are out there thinking, ah, we could kind of use some Donna at our place, (laughs) right? Um, what's the best way to get a hold of you if they would like to contact you or, or engage you in that kind of a training experience? Well, because every organization is different and requires um, some molding, I love mm-hmm. to just go mm-hmm. into an organization, find out how they work, and then tailor the training to them specifically. So yes. I would love to talk to you. So just call me. Just call Good me. Good old-fashioned phone call. <laughs> yes. Donna, you gave me permission to share your yes. phone number with our listeners. So here yes. it comes, folks. Get ready to jot this down, or you can pause until you get something to write with. What it, <laughs> it's rewindable. It's a podcast, for heaven's sakes, folks. Here we go. 435 
435-228-8886. Yes. 435-228-8886. Can you guess what my favorite number is? Hmm. There's a lot of eights in there. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. This is Donna Heslep, spelled H-E-S-L-E-P-H. It's a sneeze. Donna Heslep. 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 <laughs> yeah. You got it. Donna, thank you so much for being thank at Live you. On Purpose Radio today. Oh, I just love it. Thank you so much. Any final thought that you'd like to share with our listeners before we sign off today? Well, just remember that every interaction starts with you and your attitude, and you drive every interaction with your attitude. So why not mm. be positive? Beautiful. And that's going to impact everyone you come in contact with. Yes. Excellent. Donna Hesleff at Live On Purpose Radio. We have enjoyed this conversation. Hopefully you have as well. Folks, it's time. Go live on purpose. Purpose.